Oh, no, Aaron. This is my favorite comment of all time right here. I asked if a random ship was the Millennial Falcon. (laughs) My man. All right, Aaron. I don't know about that one. That's a little harder. That's epic, my friend. Welcome to the What's Already Podcast, where we fashion ourselves television judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-hosts, Mattson Heiner. Better red than dead. And Alec Burgess. Let's get it. We are here live on Facebook and YouTube. Make sure you hit that follow, subscribe button, uh, hit the likes, all that fun stuff. Hit the bell notification so you can keep up with our lives, which are going to continue to come every Thursday as long as Obi-Wan's going. And I'm sure we'll find some other TV shows to do lives once we're done with that because uh, I I think it's fun to do live. So we're going to keep doing that as long as it makes sense. Um, With that, uh, we're talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi episode four today. Um, I'm I'm gonna back off as the resident Star Wars freak. I'm gonna back off. What did you guys think of this episode? Apparently, this is uh, Alex' real uh, live stream to run here, according <laughs> to TikTok. Fair. So, Alex, I feel like the opinion <laughs> needs to come from you. Been stretched beforehand, Matt, and thanks for the heads up. Uh, I liked it. I liked it. This was the, my favorite one so far. Um, I think we got a little bit more of that that good old Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, and I did not hate the third sister I know. for the first episode of the series. She was great in this one. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she finally kind of maybe got comfortable on the set um, or if... You know, she just said kind of screw it to the writers and did her own thing. But she was phenomenal. Um, there was a couple of things I need clarification on um, near enough. the end of the episode where I think they just kind of went in with what looks dope instead of kind of sticking in with the Star Wars canon. But I liked it. I was having fun the entire time. I almost watched it without Oshi. Whoa, that's trouble. All right. Matson, what about you? Man, I think simply for me, it was good to see old Obi-Wan get some Obi-Mojo back <laughs> so he wasn't this incompetent loser holding a saber made of light. If For those that don't know, that is a lightsaber. He actually knew what he was doing with it, and he could block lasers once again. Still isn't great with the Force yet, but did hold back some water. Um, yeah, all in all, I, in all seriousness, I just appreciated it. I was like, man, like, tired of seeing this wuss. Let's see... <laughs> Let's see the the real dude and and their shades of uh, him coming back. Um, I am a little worried. It was a short episode. We don't have much time left. I'm not really sure why they told us Hayden Christensen was in Obi-Wan Kenobi, but there's still two more episodes, but I liked what I saw. He was in the back to tank. Yeah. Like he's at Again, 35 like, seconds of screen time. Apparently Vader chokes people and takes baths. Well, and technically he's doing the dialogue for Vader They're And then they're using the same technology that they did in Top Gun Maverick to create Val Kilmer's voice to recreate. And they, what they used in the most recent in the book of Boba Fett to recreate Luke Mark Hamill's voice. He actually didn't do any recording for the book of Boba Fett episodes that he was in. Uh, they just digitally recreated their voice, so they're doing the same with uh, with Vader. So, but so he's actually reading the dialogue, even though he's not in the suit. But 
anyway. I, yeah, Shit, I could do that. I, could do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, sure. I mean, how hard is it to go to breathe in and out? <laughs> well, I don't even think he does that. I'm pretty sure that's all generated. But um, I'm not going to lie, guys. I There were great parts of this episode. And then the rest of it, I was like, meh. Like, it, it felt like... I don't know how to explain it. Like, I'll, here, let me point out the parts that I liked. I actually enjoyed Third Sister. The the interrogation of Leia and, like, the fact that she was basically telling us her story without telling us, her, you know, indefinitely or in detail her story or explaining that was her story. So I really liked that it gave her some motivation. And for me, Alec, what you were saying, that's why, to me, I liked her because now I have motivation she was doing all this. She was kind of being a petulant child for the first three episodes without, I could guess it, but I had no clue if I was guessing right or not her motivations. Now I have more of an understanding of her motivation. The other part that I liked really a lot was Vader's just, and what I'm liking about Vader right now that we only got a glimpse of in rogue one is just the pure rage that he is right now. He's not like Vader's always been an angry bastard, but he is pure unadulterated 10 years worth of rage in this show. And I love it when he comes fast walking out of that door and picks up third sister. And it's like almost instant. Like I was like, that's, Dope, Like, that's the Vader that... Because that's reminiscent of the hallway scene of Rogue One, right? Like, he's just demolishing people. So I love everything about Vader right now. And then I enjoy <laughs> watching Obi-Wan start to get some of his force. Like, he did a little flourish at the end of, of fighting some of those stormtroopers. And I was like, ooh, I've seen that flourish before. So, like, starting to see that, I really like the way that they're playing that back where he's starting to get that. But the rest of the episode... I was kind of like, okay, we're revisiting a place that we've been in the game, the Jedi Fallen Order. That's cool. Because this this takes place 10 years after Return of the Jedi. The Jedi Fallen Order takes place five years after. So we've already been here once. So they... They obviously have tightened up security. You'd think they'd have tightened up security even more based on Jedi Fallen Order, but, you know. Um, And then... The part that really took me out of this was Obi-Wan is not that sneaky. Not only can stormtroopers not shoot, but now they can't see shit either. Because, excuse my French, because he's like standing in a hallway. You see them come around a corner. They're not coming around the corner. They breach the corner, and he's still standing in the hallway. They don't see him. He jumps up and hides behind a pillar. There's another point where... I don't even remember where it was, but there was like two or three points where I'm like, what the hell? And then when they're walking out and all he's got on is that weird jacket, I'm like, really? Come on. Unless Reva told everybody to just let them walk out the front door like that, which I guess maybe, but man, these guys are just incompetent as all hell. Budget cuts. Nobody gets paid enough to deal with the extra pair of legs that's leaving the facility. That is somebody else's job. That's fair. And it's almost quitting time. It's almost time to clock out and go home. They are working on funding a Death Star, I suppose, at the moment. But, you know, it's just that it really bothered me more than little things like that usually do. Um, But, yeah, it really irritated me that, that it was that bad. 
I was like, wow, they are just incompetent. Um, I did love my favorite part of my, other than Vader, my favorite part of this episode though, even though it was sad as all hell was seeing and Alec, I'm going to test your Clone Wars knowledge, your remembrance of the Clone Wars. Did you recognize the very first Jedi that you see in the tomb? No, not even a little bit. Damn it. <laughs> so sad and disappointed. You say you're going to answer all the Star Wars questions and TikTok and you can't even. I said I would answer them. I never said anything about correctly. That's fair. I said you would get an answer. That's fair. That was. I had no idea who they were. That was Tara Sanube. He was in uh, the Clone Wars. You, you'll probably remember when I described. So he was this old guy. And Did he you had say a Tiramisu, JJ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Terrace Nube. And he had a walking stick that was his lightsaber. So it was like a Oh yeah. It was like a cane yeah, sword. So he'd pull off the top of his cane, his walking stick, and then the bot the top curved part was the handle to his lightsaber. It was dope. And he's old. He was old, old. He was around in the uh the high they've in some of the new books, the High Republic books that they've been putting out recently, he's actually in them. So he's hundreds of years old um, in Clone Wars. And so we saw him. I was really sad, but I love that they brought him in. There weren't any of the other Jedi that I noticed. Um, but here's a test of your Rebels knowledge, Alec. Do you remember seeing a version of this cell, I guess, for lack of a better term, where they've housed these? Yes. Yes. Um. What was her? What was the chick's name? Mm -hmm. uh, Luminara. 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 That's Luminara. right. I'm excited. Look at you, buddy. Good yeah, for you. That. Yeah. Luminara Undali. Unduli. They use her. Uh, so just to tell you, Matson, that we've seen this yellow liquid before in the in the Rebels. So a few years after this, they actually use like a an individual type version that looks like a kind of like a a pod. And what happens okay. is they think that Luminara is alive. She survived Order 66. So Jane and Karis and, or, uh, yeah, Jane and Karis, Kane and Jarrus, <laughs> and <laughs> can sense her in the Force. And so they think that she survived, and he's trying to take, uh, find her. And they go to this rebel or imperial facility that's very similar to, but it's not this place, but it's very similar. It's another fortress of the the inquisitor inquisitorious mm -hmm. and inside is like like i said it's a single pod with and you see her a version of her luminara but it's it's like a memory or like a force i can't remember how they described it but she goes walking into this pod and then you see her desiccated body that's been in this pod for a while and so what that hints at is that one, they're trophies, obviously. Two, there's still some semblance of the Force within these bodies um, that are trapped in this tomb of this liquid or amber or whatever it is, and they can use it as, like, a trigger to get powers of the Force out there for, for Jedi to be able to sense and use them as a trap. So it's pretty it's pretty dark. I was, I was impressed at how, when I saw that, and I was like... Oh, snap, I got to go back and watch. So I actually went back yesterday and watched a um, couple of Rebels episodes just to remind myself of that situation and then that Clone Wars one because I was like, damn. I was like, and then I started thinking, I was like, that is so dark. And the, the youngling that's in there and all the Jedi that are trapped, like, man, that's terrible. So that was a rough, 
It was dark, dark stuff. Yeah, I was not expecting that. I had yeah. no idea. That's dark. So my least favorite part of this episode, and it happened at the end, okay. is when apparently now we can block, uh, I don't know, phasers from starships oh, yeah. with our lightsabers. Like all throughout everything else, you you dodge out of the way. You somersault, you do this or whatever. But third sister, no, nah, she's just taking them head on <laughs> and uh, deflecting them. So I don't know if it was because these weren't like, you know, they're like small speeders uh, type of aircraft. But I was like, because mm, everybody else died out of the way, right? Her first initial jacked. shock. Everybody's diving out of the way. But then she's just sitting like super close. Like that was like 20 feet away. I didn't like that scene because the ship was just hovering there, and I'm like, you're just going to stay like, stay there and keep shooting? I don't know. It just seemed weird. A little odd. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were T-47 snow speeders that were retrofitted yeah, to not be on the snow. Yeah, those things took out an ETAT. Well, well, yeah, not really. I mean... You swing around the legs, get your yeah. tow cable going. But they even mention it in, in 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 Empire that they're like, uh, yeah, these aren't going to do anything against the ATATs. So we need to use a cable and trip them like giant weird. Lanky. Yeah, poor poor rebel people. Like, if that's the ship we're rolling out to save the like, we're yeah, we're we're in trouble. Yeah. Now I will Improvise, say, adapt, overcome. There you go. Came at them. <laughs> I will say that there are there is in canon in video games where Jedi have blocked starship bolts. The only one that they haven't, and it's Tie Fighters that you've seen, and then on one side you saw X Wing shots getting blocked but it was video J- games not J-J, with that lot you could do anything you want in video games well no i'm just saying i mean it's still hey look video games are part of star wars canon right. at this point because do we do we have a star wars canon historian that is giving the blessing for all these things happening at, oh yeah at all points in time pablo hidalgo is his name and he has a whole team that do nothing but star wars lore and they have at least one person represented on uh, at the on scene at all times so they have someone that would clear that video game is what you're saying yeah that's a great job jj what are you doing with your life I've, not the right things believe me <laughs> if i that's knew how to get that job, job you walk into it oh my gosh it's jj star wars expert we better make sure we do this right yeah my problem is is i would be like Let's sneak in some Legends canon that, because <laughs> a lot of the new canon I'm still not 100% sold on in a lot of ways, especially this really new shit that they've been bringing out with this High Republic stuff. Not a huge fan, um, but that's okay. I think you just lost all of our listeners that don't know what you're talking about, that but we'll get be. there one. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's just like old school Star Wars, so like hundreds of years before yeah what we know big brain nerd stuff yeah it's all books and comics at this point there's nothing based in that world Mm -hmm. that's but books and comics so far but they're probably going to do and one of the shows is going to be in the high republic the acolyte is going to be set in the high republic um the question i have is so what do we think our resolution here is with third sister because she definitely a i mean we know that I'm just curious of what you all think her character arc is going to be in these last two episodes because she is certainly hell bent on 
not dying at this <laughs> point. Rumor is, and I think it was, I think I told you guys this, maybe it was off during a different recording, but we talk so much nowadays, I can't keep track of when I tell you what. Uh, rumor is that they, this was initially going to be a limited series, a one season deal, but because it's broken every Disney Plus record by a lot, the rumor is that they that they're in development for a second season and they've completely changed the end of this version um this season and when i say completely meaning they completely changed reva's storyline um i don't want to talk they they mentioned what the storyline might have been i don't want to talk too much because that's some heavy spoiler stuff if that rumor is not true about what the end might be i wish i hadn't read it not that i couldn't figure it out but my thing my thought process is that Either Reva's, either third sister's toast at the end of this deal. That's my theory. Or she has a redemption arc because she was a Jedi. And most of the Inquisitors weren't, they were children that weren't Jedi. There were some, like the Grand Inquisitor originally was a, he was a Jedi. I can't remember what he was like a temple guardian originally and so he was one exception and then I think second sister who we won't see in this show because yeah she got toasted five years before this in Jedi Fallen Order uh, by Vader she was a Padawan and then other than that I don't think that there were any that were actual Padawans or Jedi, I think they were kids that were force sensitive that were taken and then mm. raised to be inquisitors. And I think the part of the reason that they moved to that was because they never had luck with Jedi. It's like the grand inquisitor said at the beginning of this season where he's like, the Jedi can't help themselves. There's, there's something that's built within their code and how they're raised and taught that they just can't help, but be compassionate and do the right thing. And so they haven't had great luck training that out of these kids that were Padawans or Jedi before um, mm. so I really feel like because Reva was one we might see her try to either re- be redeemed or start down a redeeming arc that would lead into a second season or her own show or she's done for like because yeah. obviously Obi-Wan gets away which does not bode for her well at all so yep um are we going to see an actual flashback of Anakin Skywalker or are we not? What do you, what do you think there? Cause I have to say I'm bummed that I didn't get any of that. Cause I wanted to see the man himself, Hayden Christensen. I think film. it's a waste if they don't. Yeah. I mean, they showed us him in the mooding cloak for like four seconds, but come on, man, that was like a teaser of teaser. Like yeah. show me something. Come on. Yeah. I, I think it's an, utter waste if they don't and at the very least they need to have like i mean and this to me is still a waste but i think that there needs to be like a fight scene where someone busts open his mask like they've done in in rebels and and where it's you can at least see part of his face and his voice come through outside the vocoder so i i hope that they do something because otherwise what the hell did you bring him back for other than publicity Right, because other than that one shot at that random moment for three seconds, 
you just paid this man probably a lot of money for nothing because anybody could have done five million. Yeah, because anybody could have done what he's done. So I, but I also there's videos of him doing lightsaber training. So I have a hard time believing that there's not going to be some sort of something. But I don't, I don't know. And and if the rumor's true and there's going to be a second season. Maybe that's part of the contract. I don't know. I hope we get more. Otherwise, I'm going to feel kind of cheated, even though I've loved everything about Vader this for this season. So Yeah, but, I mean, I was so excited for this because I wanted to see Hayden Christensen. I mean, I knew Ewan McGregor was going to deliver. That's not what the—I knew I was going to see. It's Obi, I mean, it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, I expected sure. that. But he, for me, he being Hayden Christensen is— it was just a more polarizing figure because of what he represented, what he became. And, and I wanted to see more of episode three and yeah. Skywalker in some sort. And I am disappointed that that hasn't happened yet. And I know I'm not the only one. There's got to be many others that feel some type of way about that. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Yeah. That, I mean, it was a relatively short episode. I mean, things mm-hmm. happen, but I, there's a lot that they've got to, some what wrap up or show us what's kind of next before we only got two episodes left. Yeah. Agreed. We'll see. Not a lot left. I, um, I'm excited. I hope they do something. I mean, it's, I can't imagine that it's going to be, it's typical for Marvel or for Disney lately. Right. So the last two episodes of their shows are pretty bad shit. So I'm hoping this follows suit and they get crazy. We know that, She's being, they're being tracked by Lola. Oh, interesting fact, too. Uh, very cool uh, tribute, actually. So, Lola, y'all, Alec knows this stu- this silly fact. I know so it. So, Lola the droid is named after Carrie Fisher's pet bird when she was a child, also named Lola. Hmm. So, very cool tribute there to the princess of. A Star Wars nerd's heart. And I'm so glad they're being tracked because that is a Star Wars trope. Oh, boy. Need to happen everywhere. Oh, boy. Oh, we're tracking them. Oh, we're tracking them. Oh, I put a tracker on. Yeah. Every time that happens, I'm like, you people really just don't learn anything, do you? Like, <laughs> Tighten up your security. You'd save so much money on trackers. Well, you I think swear. they'd have some sort of scanner by now that picks up on these trackers. <laughs> Though I will yeah. say that I think what's happened is as they've pro she's probably programmed Lola versus put a tracker on her, which would make more sense to me than a tracker. That's easier to, to justify getting away with and having a tracker. But yeah, at first I was like, really a tracker? Come on. Again. <laughs> <laughs> trackers are falling down deep pits. Yeah. Yep, yep. All right. Well, any what what final thoughts, Alec? Final thoughts. I am excited now. Um, first three episodes, I was kind of like, ah, oh, great. Is this just gonna be, uh, you know, more of the sequel trilogy, Star Wars, instead of the prequel trilogy or the original trilogy? Um, is it gonna be kind of basically just clout? Um, filler, get everybody excited and, you know, make money. And then episode four dropped and I was like, okay. Um, you know, I'm, I'm on board. I'm ready for it. I loved it. Um, thought it was great. Love how they're kind of bringing uh, third sister's 
arc to make sense more to what she's doing, why she's doing it. Um, and instead of having her be kind of whiny and complaining, she's now just kind of taking the steps and, you know, it's all like it's coming together, which is nice. So, yeah, uh, I'm happy. Nice. Matson. Give me more lightsaber battles. Let me see Obi-Wan become the the man, the myth, the legend. Show me some Hayden Christensen as actual Anakin Skywalker or at least a form of Darth Vader that looks like Anakin. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Um, I want to... I mean, Reva, third sister, has been fine. It's not what I'm watching this for. I want to see... I want to see those two go at it and do their thing. Definitely. I wouldn't mind seeing seventh, seventh sister... That'd be cool. Because how her and fifth brother end up, because they end up being in Rebels like as a team, so I wouldn't mind seeing. Seventh Sister was fun. Uh, oh, what was the actress that played her? Oh, gosh dang it. The I know what you did last summer, chick. What was, uh, dang it. Buffy. Can't, Buffy. Who's Buffy? Buff, the, the TV show, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Who played oh, her? Oh, I can picture her, too. I don't, I don't know her name. And she was Daphne in this. Or not Daphne, but what's her face in the Scooby movies with her hubby yeah. who voiced. Emma? No, it was Daphne. And it, her husband oh, voiced. Sarah, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, Sarah Michelle Gellar was the voice of Seventh Sister. See, you should have just started with yeah, Scooby-Doo, man. Sorry, You man. know how old I am. I know, I know. And you know how old I am. So I got to go to Buffy and. <laughs> Stuff you've never seen before, you child. <laughs> anyway, I yeah, I think there I'm I love I do just especially in the fourth, there's been like some real canon drops, like these sneaky Easter eggs that weren't necessarily sneaky through every episode. So I'm excited to see what more they have. This one was very dark, but I really liked it. Um yeah, I just enjoyed a lot of the tie-ins that they've got, and I'm loving Vader. But I hope that they tune it up. I hope the action gets nuts, and I hope we get more Vader on Obi-Wan violence because that's what I'm looking for. It's um, what I've been hoping for this whole time. So I want a little more of that, but that's... Uh, I, overall, I'm really happy with the show. Um, and the, I, I'm glad I don't get annoyed when Third Sister's on, third sister's on the screen anymore because, boy, was I getting there pretty bad. So... Oh, we got a comment. Aaron Diaz, man. It's good to have you back, buddy. Uh, he says, here, I'll put it on here. Watch this. This is great. He says, man, what's up, guys? been a while since I've seen your show. Recently went to Disneyland. So, of course, now I'm doing a Star Wars binge. Good for you, Aaron. There's nothing wrong with st Star Wars binges. Um, says he needs to go through all the original movies. Then I get all these spinoffs. Dude, sometimes, let me just, okay, let me talk to Aaron real quick. <laughs> sometimes dude i i am envious of people that are like i have never watched star wars and i'm gonna start watching it because i can never have that again you know what i mean like don't get me wrong i love everything star wars and i still feel like a little kid when i watch the original trilogy but sometimes i do and i get really excited when people tell me that like I, I don't i've never watched it and i'm like well can i watch it with you just to watch the the excitement and sometimes they're like this sucks but <laughs> more or less they enjoy it like i do so enjoy it aaron i'm, I'm happy for you dude I don't, sounds like your level's not huge but you got some knowledge there um keep tuning in let us know what questions you've run into man i'm loving it that's that's fun enjoy the watch all right well 
It's been a fun episode. We will be back next Thursday for episode five. Um, tune in. What are we recording right now? Oh, yeah, Miss Marvel. So that kicked off this week. Well, those episodes will be releasing on Tuesday. We're not doing lives for those, but we're going to record. They'll be on YouTube as well as uh, um, website. Website as well as, yeah, Facebook, all that fun stuff. So check those out. Um, and then you can listen to it. Aaron said he went with some friends who've watched everything, and to say the least, I was super embarrassing during Star Wars portion of the park. That's all right. Oh, get on a podcast with JJ sometime. You'll know what embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, you have it easy, my man. JJ out here knowing that little little creature next to Jabba the Hutt, salacious beak. Salacious uh, beak crumb, crumb, baby. Crumb. Yeah. yeah. Aaron, Something don't dumb. feel that bad because then you take JJ. You're fine, Aaron. You take JJ to other places and you just walk around with a giant nerd filled with Star Wars and Marvel and all this stuff and you can't shut him up. So, Oh no, Aaron, this is my favorite comment of all time right here. I asked if a random ship was the Millennial oh, Falcon. No. <laughs> my man. Alright, Aaron, I don't know about that one. That's a little harder. That's epic, my friend. I love this. And then he said he got a, he got a whole lecture. As you should. As you should. <laughs> I, I'm all for no knowledge of Star Wars, but there's like two or three things you have to know, like lightsaber, the Millennium Falcon, and Vader. If you don't, if you uh, know Chewbacca. those three, Chewbacca, excuse me, that's fine. I'll, I'll add yeah, it. There it is. Aaron's, Aaron says I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh man, that's fun. Thanks for the comments, Aaron. I that's fantastic. Makes my night. So, tune in for what we've got coming. we got a lot of other stuff. Matt, so tell them where else they can find that. Yeah, if you're looking for a good time, thank you, Aaron, for knowing Chewbacca. Uh, if you want to interact with us. Aaron's uh, my new best friend. I know. <laughs> Aaron, you need to start hitting us up on TikTok at, at What's Our Verdict. we got some good content there that we're always dropping. That's where you'll find us most active. Come check us out to see what's kind of dropping on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, otherwise, check out our website to see what's upcoming as well. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Hit that follow, like, or subscribe button, and chime in. Aaron, thanks for the follow. That's right. Uh, following now. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks for tuning in, man. Thanks for the comments. We love it. Uh, again, we'll see you next Thursday for episode five of Obi-Wan. And check out Tuesday when you can watch our review of the new Miss Marvel episode one. So, all right, everybody. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Whoa. Bye. Cinemagic out.